Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the dad drinking bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Zeke, say hello to the folks. Hello, hello. Happy evening, morning, midday, uh, happy hour. Whatever works for you. Whenever you're listening to us, it is a happy hour, right? I mean, it may not be an hour, but I hope it's uh, at least happy. We'll, we'll try and be as enjoyable as possible. This one might be like a spirited 20 minutes, right? Spirited. It's just like that, um, what was it? The I think it was called the flying spirit or something. People were trying to, they were first getting into aviation and you're trying to figure out how to make an airplane work. The spirit of St. Louis? I'm not the best with history, honestly. I just remember some random sliver that involved spirit and an airplane. And, you know, it may or may have not made it off the ground multiple times, but no, they, they, were, they, they were trying. Charles Lindbergh flew the spirit of St. Louis. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day. What we are doing tonight or today or whenever you're listening to us, if, if you are nice enough to send us something in the mail we drink it and we want to let you know that we drink it zeke may or may not be off having a baby at this point and not him personally having a baby but his better half having a baby so what we wanted to do was make sure that we do these quick hitters and you know in full disclosure if we're able to we're just going to release these as bonus episodes if we aren't able to get together and record because Zeke is off uh, being a new dad. We also want to have these in the bank to be able to release as a regular episode, right? Yeah. I mean, we got to have content and, um, we want this, people to remember your voice while you're gone. And hopefully they remember, remember this mustache I'm rocking right now. I will be having some guest hosts while you're gone. So if this happens to fall in the month of September or October, we also want people to know that we still we still wanted them to hear you. Hey, I mean, I, I appreciate it. And, and surprisingly enough, as this actually may not be relevant when this thing finally rolls out, but I have not gotten that question yet of, what are you and John going to do when the baby comes? No you, shit. I've got it. I haven't. I've got it. Have you got, who have you got it from? Your wife or or my uh, baby mama? No, I've got it from listeners, <laughs> not from uh, my wife and I have talked about it, and I just said I'm gonna have to find some other people to come sit. I mean, there's plenty. Did of she people cry? In Nashville. I think she's probably worried. I mean, I'm irreplaceable. <laughs> Nobody can replace that porn stash. <laughs> I I don't know if. By the time this even airs, if you will still have that mustache, because there's no way that Amy could let you keep that while you take pictures of the family with the new baby. He's, hey, Zeke is nodding his head at me. We'll wait and see. But if you're nice enough to send us some samples, then we want to make sure that we drink and give you credit. So our friend Eric Black, who lives up in Ohio, and he is a... Very loyal listener. You will see him comment on our stuff quite often. He sent a sealed envelope, 
and three sample bottles labeled one, two, and three. And he said, these are Ohio whiskeys. So all we know is that they are whiskeys in Ohio. So if you think about what's in Ohio. I didn't know there was whiskey in Ohio. There's tomfoolery. There's watershed. I don't know what else. I mean, OKI is technically Kentucky, but it's got Ohio ties. So I almost wonder if some of this could be OKI. But it is are they putting their own juice out now? Uh, they are. Okay. So New Riff is putting oh, out the Ranger. Oh, I got you. I want to make sure so that... these people that... Same thing Bellmead's going to do. Sorry to cut you off, yeah. but <clears throat> these startups that you know are distilling and, and aging their own juice, but then source and put one under one label, one under, under another... It gets confusing at times. There's a lot to keep up with this day and age. Well, by the time this comes out, we will have tasted New Riff, but... But New Riff is okay, I just is Bellmead will be Nelson Greenbrier. Exactly. That's what, that's what I'm getting to is... But New Riff is putting out, it's a bottled and bond, I mean, it's four years, it's... Oh, no, it's done good on the, the, the tater market currently. No, not it. even just the tater, I mean, people enjoy it. It's good stuff. I am in the Ranger program for New Riff. I, if if I could get up to uh, Northern Kentucky, I could get a bottle filled. <laughs> but oh, there you go. I I haven't been able to get up there. I mean, it's a pretty far drive. So, anyways, Eric, thank you very much for sending these to us. He sent us three blinds. What we're gonna do is, I have a sealed envelope. We're gonna go through. Zeke and I had the same blind. So the cool thing about when you guys send us a blind tasting is A, we're going to taste it blind. I haven't opened the envelope. I will actually let you hear me open the envelope on the recording. The second thing is that it makes it a lot easier for Zeke and I because Zeke can't mess up my blind (laughs) when you have something sent to us that's one, two, and three. We get to pour each other the blind. And there is no tomfoolery, which is a play on words because tomfoolery is a distillery in Ohio. So, more importantly to me at least, is the sound of the envelope you're ripping is going to be the same thing you had back in the single days, you know, like a AOL instant message of, want to come over? <laughs> Zeke's texting people ASL. <laughs> But we had three of these. Now, the other thing that we just want to mention, and we will mention this over and over, whenever you send us something and we do some, you know, we do a tasting like this, please know that we will be brutally honest. It's something that has both helped us and hurt us. Distilleries don't always like how honest we are, but we will always promise to have integrity with you all and give you our honest opinions on anything you send us and anything a distillery sends us, we're not going to sit here and lie to you. So, well, and regardless, we truly just appreciate it. You know, it's fun. Yeah. the The better half of uh, the entire bourbon community is is just sharing and enjoying and, and looking at notes and understanding where other people's profiles and context may be. So, we, we certainly appreciate it, regardless if we. Uh, I want to go out and buy a case, or I want to give everything in my glass to John. Well, I was just 
putting a disclaimer out there, but yes, we are very <laughs> appreciative. Thank you so much, Eric, for sending this to us. So without further ado, the first one, we had three blinds. The first one, nose for me on this first one, hits hard. It's like a punch in the mouth. It's like Mike Tyson's punch out when you finally you know, reach up and give a big uppercut to somebody and really knock them down. Um, the taste, vanilla hits on the front with spice and pepper on the back end. It gets very peppery as you take more sips. It's almost like that pepper overwhelms. The finish for me was short, no chew, not memorable, but nothing to really enjoy. It was kind of just there and gone, pretty fleeting for me on that first one. I think it's, this one for me, I think is great for the summer. It's not really gonna, you know, it's, not a big hitter um, in the sense of besides that nose that hits you hard, but the taste is not going to, it's kind of thin and uh, great for the summer. Do you mean like drunken field parties and people don't remember what you gave them late night? I Maybe, but I, I think it's something, <laughs> I, I think it's more of a, uh, it's not overpowering, right? I don't think there's a lot of proof on this one. I, I got the pepper. The pepper overpowered me, but I the proof didn't overpower me, if that makes sense. It wasn't like a, a deep burn. It was just a lot of spice. I'm just saying things just to mess with you. I know. I, I can tell. Like, I'm looking at my notes like, man. No, I mean, so long story short, right? Because I, I really did want to. If I couldn't have fun with you, it, it was just a little... Just a little too peppery for me. I, I got overwhelmed by the pepper. I don't, all joking aside, I don't really think it's a good summer pour. I think it just, the spice and the pepper overwhelmed any other tasting note I might have got from this one. So we'll call it paprika. It's paprika. If okay. I if I had to name it, it's paprika. It's But it's black pepper and it's not, it's kind of got that, that, um, dryness to it like a black pepper would when you when you put it to your lips so you're not going to get a lot besides just spice in your mouth i think i see where you're going with that on this side of the coin nose wise i, I just jotted down it was really pungent at first i'm not sure if it was an uppercut or just a straight jab to the nose but either way it was pungent beyond that uh it hits of corn some butterscotch and as you know, you worked into the nose, it really was creamy behind it all. Behind it all might have taken some work, but in all fairness, it was there. Palette wise. The face Zeke made on this one, all I have to say. <laughs> Palette wise, my first notes were want to spit. Um. Simple enough. Now you know why I was trying to say it was a great summer pour. I mean, I did take a, a little bit more of a, a swallow than normal, but it was tough. Um, beyond that, I just simply put hot mess. I circled back around to it just to be fair, and I think my final assessment was I jotted down burnt, burnt bacon, and it was kind of in the context of you wake up the house smells like bacon 
So this is a good breakfast pour for you. No, no. You wake up, the house smells like bacon. You're more or less excited about that. You come down the stairs expecting bacon. You see it. You grab it. You bite into it. It's burnt. It's charred. You're just pissed. All right, let's move to number two. Number two for me, I thought it had a nice spice on the nose. It tickled my nose. Got a lot of spice on these. The taste for me was high spice but falls off quickly. I got that black pepper again. Lots of mouth tingle on this one. I know that's not a tasting note, but just the experience for me was was a bunch of mouth tingle. The finish was thin, slight medium linger though. I mean, it was there. Uh, didn't didn't kill you. Didn't uh, knock your socks off. What about you? Oh, I couldn't tell if you were drifting or. I was drifting and I was done both at the same time. Wasn't very conclusive, but anyway, I I just it, this one made me want more. You know, not want more, but it left me. It, it left me incomplete. So like when you wait too long in the movie and you go back to get that unlimited refill on the popcorn and they tell you they closed two minutes ago? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, Nose-wise here, I, at least especially compared to the first one, I thought it was softer, creamier. I caught some barley behind the cream. Uh, what is that? Z can't read his own writing. Oh, maybe some sawdust. Sorry. Uh, Palette-wise, it seemed to be barley forward. The barley moved into the corn. Um, as that progressed, <clears throat> the barley had a characteristic to it that was just a simple barrel char, not necessarily age. And, and then that just kind of progressed into a corn linger. The corn wasn't excessively young or pungent. But at the same time, it was unmatured corn. So number three for me, just simply, I wrote very perfumey and floral on the nose. The taste was floral, caramel, vanilla. It coats your mouth nicely. The finish was floral, perfume, spice lingers, and it makes you chomp your lips a little bit. What about you? Well, I don't know what your definition of floral is or what kind of perfume the, the better half wears. She doesn't most of the time. Maybe it's just a pheromone then. And, and then if, if that's the case and that's the pheromone, then I can really see how this relationship spurred. <laughs> because uh, at least nose-wise, I got drunken butterscotch. Drunken butterscotch? Grilled corn and a little bit of waffle cone. Awful waffle? No, waffle cone. Like a, you know. No, you don't, you don't remember Salute Your Shorts? On no. It. Oh. We didn't have those programs in uh, North It was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I, I never had Nick. We've talked about this. When I was a kid, I'd go to camps in the summer, and people talk about Nick programs, and I'd be like, yeah, we don't get Nick in Podunk, Georgia. Sorry. We need to get you Hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts and Doug and Rugrats. And I mean, I, I forever was went by the... Oh, your name's Zeke, like Zeke the Plumber. Uh, but yeah, I guess you mean that show I can't watch because where I am is too rural to get that station. <laughs> what else years. What else did you get on this one? Um, laughably on palette-wise here, 
not laughably because I was joking, but it's really where I went to. The two notes I have are rice, drowned in soy sauce, and or moonshine just mixed up in like straight seltzer water. Almost like, a, I guess, a gin fizz or something, but it was really moonshine and seltzer and or just rice with way too much soy. What about the finish? I don't really put that note very often. All right. Well, fair enough. If you could rank these, do you have a ranking? I mean, I guess I would put two as my favorite. Three is number two. And the first one we had is my least because there's not much more in this world I can imagine as being more disappointing than waking up to the smell of bacon and then tasting it and it not being good bacon. Well, I did three, two, one as my ranking. You did two, three, one. I did three, two, one. So now the moment of truth. I'm going to. Try not to uh, Steve Harvey this. I mean, I feel like he's he's reading a paternity test that says the kid isn't his by looking at this face. I thought these were Ohio. <laughs> now you know how it feels on my side of the coin with these blinds, John boy. Um, <laughs> you're going to be very surprised here. I love how... I mean, if anybody has any doubt that we do these legitimately blind so you did two two three one yep so number two makers mark private select exclusive oak stave selected by ohio 3c select cleveland 111 proof 55.55 percent abv oak stave finish four seared french cuvee Six Toasted French Spice. Number three. Maker's Mark Private Select Exclusive Oak Stave by Ohio's 3C Select Columbus. 111.1 proof, 55.55% ABV. It is five baked American Pure 2 staves. One Maker's 46th. Four French Roasted Mocha. You ready for number one? The Maker's Mark Private Select. Old Forester 1920 Prohibition Blend. It's OF 1920? It wow. didn't taste like OF 1920 to me. I mean, there was no banana. There was no <laughs> banana. <laughs> Sorry for the loud laugh, but no. honest to goodness, uh, I haven't had anything OF in so long that I didn't get a banana note somewhere. I didn't get any of my normal Old Forester notes on this. And I am so surprised this is Old Forester 1920. I, I mean, I want to go back and revisit these now that I know what these are. But those Maker's Mark Private Selects, I mean, they range so much and they, they open and move so much. Uh, the, the two or three that I've bought, at least on my end, from open to seven days to whenever I revisited again there were three different pours or, or even you know beyond that like 
literally every time I revisited it, it never had the same profile to me, really from nose palette to, to, to just finish it. It wasn't there. Um, I don't know if that's has something to do with the procedure or, or the way that they add everything in on the back end, but it's definitely you know, not a consistent pour. Well, I totally get what you're saying on the makers, but personally, I find it funny that the Prohibition blend made you want to spit. Oh, it was, it was tough. I mean, I, I, I'm with you, and I, I see your thought process, but um, you never know. I mean, we, we did do some samples earlier and some other things. I yeah. also think it just shows how your palate moves, especially with what you're drinking it with. So typically before when we've had Prohibition Blend, we put it up against other old foresters. So to actually put it up against the makers, I mean, that's two makers private selects against one old forester. It's going to sway your palate as much as you want to say it's not. When you have those two others, your palate is going to kind of move to the consistency. The MGP blinds we did not long ago, I mean... It was much harder to discern anything. And, and what I ranked number one, I'd spent the whole day sharing with people. Well, not the whole day, but pretty close. Saying, try this. I think it's bunk. Uh, I don't like it as an MGP product, much less as a $90 MGP product. Um, but no, I mean, I will say I'm confused about not getting the banana just because simply anything old farce or I or you and I have both had in a long time has always had that note to it. But uh, beyond that, it definitely doesn't surprise me with the Maker's Mark Private Selects uh, not having a, a weeded profile really at all. And the fact that they're just all over the place. I mean, love the program, would love to do it sometime. I think it's almost overwhelming uh, mentally trying put all those pieces together and, and form a puzzle but there's some unique pours so if you see one in your store hopefully they have an open that uh you can get a pull off of before you buy it because it's uh it's definitely one of those no two are alike and they're not lying well eric we thank you so so much for sending these to us this was i mean this was a fun experience for me because you're learning things change so eric thank you again Find us on your favorite podcast provider, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, whatever it is, we're on it. Go ahead and find us at dadsdrinkingbourbon.com. Find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you like us. If you don't like us, reach out to us first. We'd love to hear from you. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Usually in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, currently, you can find John in the corner listening to Fleetwood Mac Landslide and uh, getting older and changes is a play. I've been afraid of changes. <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. Again, thanks so much, Eric. Um, <laughs> this is the beauty of a blind. Whether uh, we come out looking like we halfway know what things are or... Um, have no clue. That's the fun of it all. We're drinking in Ohio. That's not part of the Neil Young song. Cheers. <laughs>